let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. This is a warning for anyone related to me or Brooke. Um, click off. Because, as you can tell by my shitty intro song, because we can't use the real one, because copyright. So, <laughs> we're going to be talking about S-E-X. So, if you know us, are related to us, honestly, don't listen, because this was requested. So, we're going to talk today about sex and normalizing it. So, I posted... Oh, here. I'm your host, Tori. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host, Bra- God. Warning, today's episode may contain graphic content, explicit nature, I don't know, it's, we're going to be talking about our coochies, okay? <laughs> oh, so she just threw out the C word, okay. <laughs> okay, so this is um, a request that I actually got by someone, and it's because I posted a tweet, a tweet, I posted a tweet saying, if I can find it, I, all I see is anti-masker. <laughs> and if y'all didn't know, Tori's Twitter famous. Oh my. Okay. We went. Oh God! <laughs> Here we go. We went on a drink run once for work. Pull up to this little cute local coffee shop. Unroll the window. The lady says, "Oh my God, are you Tori Flint?" And I'm like, "It's fine. I'm just, I'm just a peanut <laughs> sitting in the passenger seat." And Tori's like, "Oh yeah." And she's like, oh, my God, I follow you on Twitter. And then she's like, who's this bitch in the passenger seat? Clarify that story. I wasn't like, oh, yeah. I was like, uh, and, uh, and I was so frazzled. And I you and just, left your card there. I, yeah, I was in so much shock that I left my card there. I'm not even kidding you. I left my card there. I was in, I was just like, uh, 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 uh. I actually had someone at the Burger King drive-thru. She was like, oh, you're really pretty. And I was like, uh, yep, you. I'm not even kidding you. I don't know how to respond to anybody about anything. Anyways, I'm not Twitter famous. Um, Brooke, eat my ass, okay? So I posted this thing because I feel like I can't post about like sex or talking about sex or anything to do with sex without people being like, sinner. So obviously, as you guys know, I'm a virgin. So (laughs) yeah, um, I'm a virgin. But I tweeted this thing and it says, can we normalize talking about sex? Almost every person will do it whether it's for enjoyment or procreation. Why do people act so disgusted and ashamed? We should embrace the fact that it's natural and normal, and in my opinion, stop shaming people for talking about it. Which is the facts. So today, I want to tell you all, you're going to have sex. Unless you die before you lose your virginity, you're going to have sex. You're going to have sex. Whether you think sex is just for procreation, you're going to do missionary your whole life, you're still going to have sex. You're still going to get penetrated. You're still going to penetrate. So, you are going to have sex. Brooke, Brooke and I are both virgins, so we're just throwing that out there, so, you know, this is, this is just our opinions, this whole episode. Brooke, let's kick it off. I think my biggest, like, not, like, concern with sex, like, what's the, my biggest annoyance is, like, when people, like, I've told Tori, when girls have sex with more than one person, it's, oh my god, what a slut, she's had sex, but when guys have had sex with multiple people, it's like, oh yeah, the guy's such a fucking badass, like, he's had sex with, you know, 43 girls, whatever, if I were to be like, oh yeah, I've had sex with 43 people, like, people would be like, you little hussy. Guys will have double the number of girls, and no one says shit about it, but like, if a girl has more than like 
two. They're like, oh, so she throws that box, huh? Oh, so she's tossing that. She's she's opening that cooch cooch. Okay, I see you. So he had sex with like like honestly, guys are like, I want you to do the most disgusting, dirty shit to me. I want you to say all this nasty stuff, but you've you gotta lose your V card to me. We got I gotta be the only one. So what do you want us to do, folks? Do you what do you what do you want us to do? What what? So girls with lower girls <laughs> girls. So girls oh with <laughs> okay. Anyways, no. Girls with lower numbers are like labeled as like prissy or unexperienced or whatever. But then if you have a high number, you're like a slut or whatever. And it's just like there's there's really no fucking winning with y'all. We there's nothing we can do, right? So, like I said, if you listen to the Sexual Assault podcast, maybe you didn't. Um, I'm a teen mom, so, and there's a lot of stigma that comes with that. And people are just like, you know, as if, like, honestly, and my motto is you can only be shocked or disgusted if you didn't have sex in high school. Because if you did, that very well could have easily been you. I did not plan to have a kid. I didn't plan to get pregnant. I just had sex in high school, and it happened. And it could have happened to you. Even if you had sex one time, it could have happened to you. If you ever saw the episode of Glee, if you got in a hot tub and someone finished, could have been you. Well, I'm waiting for my wedding day, so. We only naked cuddle. <laughs> um, and we wanted to talk about, like, a funnier topic also included in this. Um, we're going to talk about sex positions, okay? So, missionary. Missionary is one. I'm just learning. I'm here learning. I'm here earning that learning. That's all right. Sometimes I do missionary. There's a couple reasons, okay? I'm new to this. Or I'm fucking lazy. Or the lights are on. I don't want you to see what I look like with it all hanging. So that's some reasons why you do missionary. Rating three out of 10. Nah. Okay. Honestly, I give missionary an 8.5. Okay, maybe not a 3 out of 10, but definitely no higher than a 5. So, no, I give missionary, I'm not even kidding you, an 8. Like, you don't have to do shit, and that's why I love it. And even Zach will be like, we're married, so this is fine. But he'll be like, oh, missionary, because you're lazy? I'm like, yes. Next topic, doggy. I give doggy a negative 3, because honestly, I just feel like it's like trying to rip my uterus into a different direction. A three. A, a, a negative three. Hey, everyone's always like, oh, doggy, it feels good. No, it feels like, I fucking hate doggy. And it feels like so unpersonal. Like, it just, it's for like a one night stand. Like, when you don't really give a shit, like, you're just kind of like, whatever. You don't want to see your face. So you're like, oh, I'll just fucking hit it from behind. I rate doggy a negative four out of ten. I, I think Joe and I have done it twice. And I'm like... Yeah, let's never do that again, shall we? Yeah, honestly, I agree. Me and Brooke were actually talking about this. Doggy is for when you don't want to see each other. Doggy is like, this is a hookup. I don't want to see your face. You don't want to see mine. Or you're trying to be sexy and you know that it doesn't feel good, but you're like, if I arch that ass high enough, he's going to be like, wow, she a queen. And in your head, you're like, wow, this is painful. Like, how fast can I get this over with? No girl is ever like, yeah. Like, when you're doing doggy, it's either because you don't want to see his fucking face and he doesn't want to see yours, or you're just trying to look hot. And you know what? If you are, that's cool. But you know it doesn't feel good. Admit it. Admit it. What's next? Shower sex. That's next. This is not Fifty Shades of Grey. I give shower sex a two. Because, honestly, 
I like really hot showers. Figuring out the perfect temp for you both, trash. Also, the slipping and sliding, not a fan. I'm going to go ahead and rate shower sex a 0 out of 10. Not a negative, not a positive. It's just 0. Um, if you're like me and you're short and your fiancé's tall, do the math. It ain't going to work. You're going to get a wiener in your back. It doesn't work. Really, the only way to have shower sex is if you lay on the ground, which, ouch, that, that shower ground will hold you back. And doggy, and once again, go back to my previous rating, negative four out of ten. Not enjoyable. Also, water is not a lubricant. Let's start there. Nothing will dry you out faster than fucking water in the shower. It makes it horrible. So uncomfortable. Oh my god, my aunt listens to this. If you're still listening after our warning in your family, you can't say shit about this. We told you, click off. If you heard something traumatizing, your fault. Your own fault. You you listened at risk. We told you. Oh, on top. Okay, so, you know, listen. I'm not going to get in specifics about a certain position, but okay. We'll just keep it general and say girls on top. So, if you're on top, guys like it for the same reason girls like missionary. Because they're lazy. So, that's literally the only reason. Other than, like, yeah, it feels better. One, I don't have the calf muscles. I can only do it for so long. But I'm going to be honest, it feels better. Because not only do you get to pick as a girl, like, the speed and, like, whatever. Like, you get to be in control. And that's nice when you're a girl. Because guys are just, like, movement. That's all they need, right? Girls, there's, like, you got to factor in, like, the tilt. You got to factor mm-hmm. in, like, how fast. You got to factor in, like the location of the ween like you gotta you got there's a lot that goes into girl on top and it makes it feel better but honestly as a girl like my thighs be hurting it's a whole workout so i'm gonna give girl on top on like a good a good non-lazy day like if i've taken my adderall i'll give it like an eight uh i give it a a 7.5 doc points because it hurts me (laughs) unpopular opinion 10 out of 10, girl on top. Only way I can get to get to the end and I can reach that finish line on top because I'm in control. I don't have to, like, I don't feel like I'm, like, Siri. I'm, like, in a fourth of a mile, please turn left. Like, I like to know what's going on. I like to be in control instead of being, like, oh, to left. Oh, harder. Okay, now that, not that right. hard. Take it back, doll, y'all. Yeah, like, I feel like doing the fucking cha-cha slide. Like, it's not comfy. So, I, I love top. Like Tori said, obviously, th- there is some, like, calf pain. I mean, you gotta do your stretches. You gotta... You gotta drink your water that day. You gotta be ready. But also, it comes in nice to where guys can't fucking last. Because you're only doing it for like three fucking minutes. 10 out of 10. We'll do again. All right, let's talk about 69. So I heard, you know, when you're young, everyone's like 69. To this day, I still make jokes about 69. I'm like, ah, ha ha ha. They're like, how much longer? 69, you know, whatever. How far away are we? 69, you know, whatever. So I still make jokes about that. So I honestly, I heard 69, like before I even did it, I've only done it with one person. And so I heard like 69, like all I ever heard about it as like an adult, because obviously like when you're younger, it's like, everyone's like so cool. I heard that you only do a 69 because you're in a rush and you're like trying to do it before your parents come in. And so I'm like, oh, it must be trash. Like, they're like, one at a time. But honestly, I give 69, like, 
a 9 out of 10. Like, I love to 69. <laughs> I think, you know, when you're doing it all at the same time, like, there's something hot about, like, while you're doing something to get something done, because then you're like, oh, I'm feeling it, you know? I, I'm a 69er. I, I am a San Francisco 69er. <laughs> One out of 10. Hate it. Feel like he's looking at my butthole the whole time. <laughs> Feel like he's staring into my butthole. Stresses me out. I also, I don't like being that angle. I don't like to where my nose is next to your taint. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm a picky bitch. Not enjoyable. I, if I'm going to do a blowjob, do a blowjob. If I'm going to give a blowjob, I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to 69. If I want you to go down on me, I'll tell you. Go down on me. I don't like it, but that's my opinion. Once it, The biggest factor is that I feel like he is looking at my butthole the whole time. And it stresses me out. I'm like, oh my God, like, does it look cute? And then I'm like, how can a butthole be cute? Stressing over internal conversation that... It shouldn't be happening when you're getting your groove on. Now that we're on this topic, I want to talk about something. So that's why I deducted a point from 69, by the way, is because the butthole thing. Um, It will only ever be in the dark. We had a little bit of light the other day come in from our curtain. I was like, put put some towels on that. Put some put a robe up there. Put a blanket up there. Because if there's any chance you're going to see the ripples of my butthole, this is going to be the last time that we're ever going to see each other. Because I'll move to Peru. I will. I'll pack my bags today. So while we're on this topic, though, I do want to talk about like, I remember when I was younger and I was so afraid of someone going down on me in part because I was afraid, like, I'm like, does it look normal? What's normal? Like, what looks, what's good? Like, what looks good? What, what smells good? What tastes, you know what I mean? Like, and I was so afraid because I remember people being like talking about bleaching their buttholes and I'm like, do I need to bleach my, I remember like asking myself, do I need to bleach my butthole? And like vaginoplasties, like I've had a baby. I'm like, do I need a vaginoplasty? Like, I think there's like a big thing, like, cause guys are just like, here's my dick. This is it. Like it's big or small, you know, like, I mean, obviously they're self-conscious about like, if you have giant balls or like you have a, cho- what you have a chode, quote unquote, you know, I think there's like a huge stigma about what your vagina looks like. Like what's a normal vagina? I think the answer to that is there is no fucking normal vagina. Like, people are always, like, I'll be on TikTok and I'll see, like, what to use in the shower to make your coochie smell good. And it's, like, shit that should not be in your vagina. Like, let's go there that even if you go fucking read a Summer's Eve bottle right now, it says, like, do not, should not be in you. Like, and that's the thing is, like, guys aren't, like, so worried about it. It's something that has been conditioned in women is, like, you know, oh, I don't want, I don't want a stinky coochie, which obviously no one wants a stinky coochie, like, coochie shower you know, whatever. But that's not something that we should have to worry about every time as a woman is like, does it look good? Does it smell good? Like, I remember when I was in high school, like shaving was a big thing. Like, and obviously I'm a shaver, but I remember I canoodled with a gentleman and he told me that he didn't like that I was fully shaved because he felt like he was doing it with his exact words. And this sticks in my mind. And I think it's so fucking gross. I hope he's okay. Was he feels like he's doing it with a newborn baby. (gasps) And I was like, okay, you're weird. Yeah. That's what he said to me. So who knows? He could be on the FBI's most wanted list. Probably should be. No, I agree. You know how many times where you're like, I might hook up tonight or I might do this tonight. I've got to shave. I've got to do this. I've got to like make sure that my asshole's bleached, whatever it is. Drink the pineapple juice. Yeah, I drink the pineapple juice. And dudes are like, 
here's my sweaty balls with hair all over them. You don't like it? Just lift it up. Like, I'm not even kidding you. And I don't think that's, that's not a bad thing. Like, you should love yourself and, like, it, everything is normal. Like, whether you've had 10 kids and that thing is, the thing is tied in a bow. You know, your labia lips are in a bun because you just got to hold them in somehow. Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? It's normal. It's normal. And that's the thing is, like, I think, you know, however changes, everybody looks different. Even, like, penises. If you look at a penis, they all look different. You're not really going to find a lot of penises that look exactly the same. Like, balls to match and all. So, like, if you're a guy, you're a girl, and you're embarrassed or uncomfortable or worried, worried about how you look, like, whether it's your boobs or your ass or your vagina or your dick or whatever it is. This is so explicit. <laughs> You honestly, like, our biggest thing is, like, if someone doesn't like that part of you, then you should be giving them that part of you. If they're like, wow, your, your vag is loose, they don't, they don't deserve that shit. Or your, your penis is too lopsided. They don't deserve it. Period. Point blank, period. If they can't accept you and accept your body, they don't deserve your body. I think, like, something, too, that, like, like I talked about, like, being conditioned and, like, being conditioned as a woman is, like, I know, like, when I have, like, I've had sex in the past, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, is he going to, like, tell his friends, like, is it loose? Is it whatever? And I'm friends with a ton of guys. I've always, like, been friends with guys. And, you know, they talk shit on girls. And obviously, I didn't say anything when I was younger. But now, Tori and I, were friends with the same group of guys. And we'll call them out. If they're saying shit that's, like, sexist or whatever, we'll be like, mm, don't be a fucking asshole. But... Why, like, why is that something to joke about? Like, seeing a girl and you're like, oh, I bet she's loose or whatever. Like, why is that the first thing you have to, like, mention or bring up? Like, it's just so fucking stupid. And I don't know. It's just dumb. But, like, something, too, is that I seen a TikTok and it was like, oh, going to the OB in, in Utah. And it's like, are you sexually active? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, well, are you married? And they're like, and you're like, no. And they're like, well, mm, you're going to hell. Because <laughs> that's, I mean, that's something that's like, super big and I don't think just in Utah I think it's all over but Utah's a big majority of it because we do have such a large religious following here but I mean I know that I was dating a kid once and we've been dating for like three years we were in our adult like we were adults and after like two years of dating his mom's like so I just figured you guys are having sex at this point are you at least using protection and I was like Okay, why is that any of your fucking business? Like, you're not my mom. <laughs> Don't worry about it. People are just weird. People are just weird with sex. No, I agree. And honestly, like, it's funny in our schools how, you know, they teach you the bare minimum, like the absolute bare minimum. And I think, like, Utah actually has, like, a really high teen pregnancy rate. Like, I know a lot of girls, including myself, that have gotten pregnant in their teens. And I'm going to say I will give it to this because my mom was also a teen mom that I don't attribute my teen pregnancy totally to a lack of education because I know that my mom was there to answer questions but I mean if if someone's in a classroom because sometimes I know it can be uncomfortable to ask it can be uncomfortable to be like will my birth control work if I miss a date or you know what I mean when you're young you don't want to like ask your parents those kinds of questions and if they're not teaching it in school where it's like kind of you get the knowledge whether you like it or not I think that like you miss a lot and I think sex education is so important honestly like there are so many people that really really could use it there was a guy I went to school with that literally thought you gave birth out of your butt as a senior as a senior in high school he thought you gave birth out of your butt so that's why I'm like <laughs> we need sex education bad 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 and people like are always like oh well if we teach our kids sex education you know it's gonna it's gonna like 
encourage them to have sex. I had the type of parents I was not allowed to watch Jersey Shore or Secret Life of an American Teenager as a teenager because my dad thought shows like that were like I wasn't even allowed to watch Teen Mom. I used to have to go to my friend's house and watch him because my dad was like, well, I don't want to encourage her to have sex, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, kids are going to have sex like it, it just happens, you know, whatever it happens. And we should be putting more things out there that teaches kids about safe sex, like not only to prevent teen pregnancies, but, you know, STDs, STIs, there's so many things that can go along with it that we shouldn't just be like, figure it out your fucking self. Like, you know, we have to teach kids how to, you know, how to protect themselves, how to protect their partners. You know, we should be talking about where to go for testing, you know, different things like that. That's something that we should be teaching kids about because I, I didn't know anything about that. I mean, I got my first, I mean, I got my pap smear when I was 22. But up until that, I had never been tested for any sexually transmitted diseases or infections or anything because I didn't, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know how. And, I mean, that's something that we need to be teaching kids more about because kids are going to do it. Whether you go to Catholic school, you go to public school, you go to private school, you're LDS or you're not, like, it's going to freaking happen. So we should be teaching people how to do it safely and appropriately. And not only that, like, consent. Because when we're not teaching kids about, like, you need to get the proper consent before having sex. Like we just, we need a better education system for people because I know people that are 23 and they still don't know anything about the female body or the male body. And it's like, y'all are going to have kids soon. We can't, you can't be, what? (laughs) No. And like you said, I think testing is so important. And if you're being sexually active, there's nothing wrong with having multiple partners. Like if you're hooking up, whatever you're doing, it's cool. Whatever. It's your body, your choice. Do what you want. But I think it's really important to make sure you're getting your yearly tests because I hear people who are like, oh yeah, I forgot a condom, but I pulled out. Like one, that's not safe for pregnancy. You're probably going to like look up the statistics of how well, how well the pullout method works. Not well, I'll tell you that. But like not only that, but people think it's not going to happen to me until it happens to them. And you got to remember that there's actual STDs that can kill you. Like there's HIV, AIDS, like those things can lead to death. So it's not just like, oh, I got the clap, whatever. It's like you having unprotected sex with one person may be the last, you know, may be the end of your life. And that's, that's really scary. And that's a scary disease to die from. So you need to make sure that you and your partners are being tested. And it's okay to have that conversation to be like, have you been tested? Like if you're dating someone new and you're like, hey, have you been tested? And they're like, no. If they get offended, then it's probably a good idea not to sleep with that person because they know maybe they have something or they've had too many partners that they don't even want to know if they have something or whatever it may be. It's really important when you enter in a new relationship to make sure you're both on the same page because you don't want to be that person that has to call 10 of your last partners and say, you had the clap. Good luck. Or you want to figure out who out of all those people. It's just like, one, it's not fair to everybody that you're hooking up with, they're hooking up with, whatever, your past, present, future hookups. It's just something important for you and your body too, because some STDs may not show up. They may not show any signs and they can cause things like infertility. There's a lot of deeper problems that can be caused. So make sure you're getting your tests. And like Tori said, like, it's okay to ask your partner those things. We should normalize that conversation. That shouldn't be something like, I'm so scared to ask him, like, what if he's mad or or what if they get offended or whatever? It's not something that you should be offended about. It's a simple question. It should be asking, like, 
did you get your tetanus shot? Like, you know, it shouldn't be a big thing. And that's, I mean, I know that I was so nervous when I, I asked Joe because when we started, you know, seeing each other and we were sexually active, I knew that he had past partners. I had past partners. So I, I was so scared to ask him and I was like, Hey, you know, have you been tested in the past? Like, when was your last, you know, checkup? And he was so like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I was checked, I was checked, you know, three months ago, whatever, something like that. Like, we should be able to normalize those conversations. It shouldn't be like, oh, my God, like, what if he hates me? I don't, I've never understood that. Like, if, you know, I, for unknown reason, Joe and I broke up or whatever, and then I hope, like, if people wouldn't be afraid to be like, hey, like, you're, I mean, you don't need to, like, go in and be like, what's your sexual history? I need to know every person you've had sex with. I need their social security numbers, their blood types. Like, just, it should be a normalized conversation. I agree. And I really stand by the fact that, you know, if you are a little fishy about someone or, you know, something and you, they're like, oh, yeah, whatever, I went tested and, like, they won't show you their results or whatever it is. I 100% think it's okay if you're going to offend that person because they shouldn't be offended in the first place to be honest and upfront with you because it's nothing to be embarrassed about. If you do get an STD or an STI or whatever, you know, it's it's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's something that happened and that's okay. And so I think it's important to inform your partners and that's a that's a legal thing actually. If you find out you have an STD and you don't inform your partners, that's illegal. So you need to make sure that your partners are getting tested and, and don't be afraid to have that conversation. Don't be afraid to be pushy about it too, because it's your health and your safety that's on the line by not being pushy about it. And that's something that you need to take very seriously. Your health and your safety is very important. So I think that's something that you really need to, to take seriously. I was thinking, I know we're on a serious topic, but I was thinking about like your most awkward sex stories this girl I'm friends with and it's sex is one of those things like that I feel like if you can't like laugh with your partner about things like you're obviously not having sex with the right person if it has to be such like an intimate or like a obviously there are intimate times like sex shouldn't be a joke every time but if you're like you can't like laugh with your partner about things like you're having sex with the wrong person but I remember one time Joe and I were being intimate and this is something I wanted to talk about because guys like stigmatize us so freaking bad. A queef. Okay, guys, it happens. I don't know why people like make it like, oh my God, she queefed. It should be a good thing. Okay. That means that her pussy is T-I-G-H-T tight. You're welcome. Okay. But I remember <laughs> I queefed one time and Joe like looked at me and I looked at him and he was like, you good? And I was like, oh yeah, like let's keep it going. But I remember talking to one of my friends about this and she was like, oh my God, I queefed one time and you know, like we're going to call him Matthew. Matthew was so grossed out like by the fact that I did that. And I'm like, things happen during sex, you guys. Okay. Like you queef, you freaking, there's been times where I'm like, Joe, you gotta, you gotta move. I'm going to fart or like it bodies. Everyone has the same body functions and whether you want to be like, I don't do that. Or I, it's fucking normal. And you know, you gotta be, you gotta be able to laugh. Like, I've had so many times where, like, I've been having sex and I freaking hit my head on something, or the other night we knocked a freaking can off our bedstand and (laughs) Diet Coke was spraying all over the bedroom. Like, things happen, but we need to normalize, like, body functions and it's okay to have a sound. And I think the thing, too, is, like, 
you know, queefing happens a lot, whether you're changing positions or whatever it is, or, you know, it just means there's literally air being pushed out. If you go too fast, sometimes you can queef because there's just air bubbles. It's a hole. Like, it's, it's completely normal. And I think that's something like too, you know what I mean? Is, and don't be afraid while we're on the topic of like normalizing things, don't be afraid to tell your partner like this feels good or this doesn't feel good. Don't feel like you always have to fake it to make it like fake it till you make it. Just speak up, be like, Hey, like, let's try this or, or Hey, and it's okay to have like a conversation before you guys are intimate. Or even maybe if you've already been intimate to say like, what are your boundaries? What are my boundaries? What are some things you'd be interested in trying? Like, you don't need to have vanilla sex your whole life. You really you really don't. It's not necessary. <laughs> it really isn't. Like, you can make it into whatever you want to make it into. So, I think it's a good thing because me and my husband, we've talked, we've had talks about, like, what are your boundaries? What are you into? What are you not into? What is something that you would never do? What is something you'd maybe want to try? Like, it's, you know, if you're married to someone, you're going to be with someone forever, you're going to have a lot of intimate sessions. So, you need to make sure that, you know, you, you keep it spicy, you keep it lively and, and just be comfortable with your body. And that's one thing that I've had a really, really hard time with because I had a baby so young and my body changed drastically, drastically, like so young. So I've had a really hard time like accepting my body and being comfortable in my body and being happy with the way I look. But like, honestly, like I know my body is unique and I love it for that reason. And to this day, I still struggle, but like, that's something that like will make your intimacy so much better. If you feel comfortable in your body and you're comfortable with like how you look and how you feel, it's going to be so much better because you're going to be relaxed. You're going to be out of the headspace of like, oh my gosh, does this, does my back arched enough in this or, or is, is my toddies high enough? Like that's the thing is just make sure you're comfortable with yourself first before you're letting anybody else be around or inside of you. I had a partner once that if if we would have sex and I, like, wouldn't finish, he would legit get upset and cry. He would be like, I'm not good enough for you. And I was like, no, like, that's not it. Like, there are times where I'm not going to finish or you're not going to finish or whatever. And it fucking happens. Like, we shouldn't be like, well, if you don't, you have to fake it. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to fake an orgasm. I ain't got time for that. That's some, that's some high school shit I used to pull. If it doesn't feel good, I'm going to tell you. Be like, you know what? It's not that it, not even that it didn't feel good. Like, I just, it didn't happen. It's okay. Like, and I think that's something that's so, like, stigmatized for girls, too, is, like, you have to finish. Like, do you realize how long it takes for the female orgasm? Like, you gotta be putting in some work. You gotta have, like, 20 minutes of foreplay. You gotta have, like, 10 minutes of, like, you know, vaginal action, clitoral action. It's not, it's like a, it's not a wham, bam, thank you, man. There's work that goes into it. And if you don't finish, like, it's okay. Like, it's not something you should be, like, ashamed of. And you don't have to lie and be like, oh, yeah, I did. It was, like, the best sex of my life. Thank you for that. Thank you for the the missionary, the reverse cowgirl that hurt the whole <laughs> fucking time. Oh, no. And I think that's something that, like, women is, it's really normalized to fake it. Don't fake it. No matter how tempted you are, whether he's like, no, I'm, I promise, baby, like, we'll do this. We'll get this. Don't fake it because you're only hurting yourself. You are only hurting yourself because then he's going to be like, yep, that position, that, that did it. And then next time he's going to do the same exact thing and you're going to be like, holy shit, this sucks. So don't fake it. Just be like, hey, can we try this? Or just, you know, I have to tell my husband sometimes I'm like, yo, I take Zoloft. Some things just, they're just not working right. And he's just like, okay, that doesn't mean it doesn't feel good. But at the same time, while we're talking about this, don't be selfish. Don't get your finish 
and then be like, all right, see ya. Make sure that you care about your partner. Maybe they won't, but make sure you have that communication for them to be like, I don't think I am. Doesn't mean don't try. Doesn't mean get your, get your acorn and dip. No, like don't be that selfish little bitch. All right. While we're on the topic, like Brooke said, we're not like a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Like women and don't take this guys as like a, well, she's never going to finish. So I don't need to make her finish. Like, no, not the moral of our story. If that's all you got from it, you're a dumbass. So I heard this girl say pure romance. So she sells pure romance, which is like a company that sells like a lot of different kind of sex products. And honestly, I'm one of those people that I have never had like any toys or anything for anything. And so like finding out about a lot of stuff, she said that women are not a microwave. We can't just push it and go. We're an oven. You got to heat us up. You got to preheat. You got to bake it for 20 minutes, you know? So, and I agree with that. And I think also because I was one of those people that didn't use a lot of different products and toys and stuff, lube. I never used lube because I was like, whatever. (laughs) I have had to use spit like he would lick his hand, <laughs> put it on his, yeah. I mean, it's all bodily and it's fine. But so I've used so many different things. And honestly, like you wouldn't believe the micro tears that happen inside of you that can cause UTIs, yeast infections. Like you need to be really careful of micro tears. So make sure you're using lube and a water-based lube because nothing with the the vanilla cupcake that from wherever creepy little store that's five dollars no no icy hot whatever make sure that (laughs) yeah ow there's like a ky jelly one that like hurt my cooter but no honestly like the best thing you can do is like there's a lot of different products that are like the stimulating quote unquote you can try those but make sure you always have like a good water-based lube for you to make sure that it's a good experience for you and that it's comfortable and something that kind of feels like your natural body. I think something that's so stigmatized too is like like women that masturbate. You know, like men can masturbate and, you know, do whatever and it's fine. But if a woman masturbates, it's like, <gasps> harlot, put the scarlet letter on her. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I know I've talked to people and they're like, you, you masturbate? And I'm like, well. Like, yeah, like, should I not? Like, is that against the law? Did they put something in? And I, like, I don't know about it. Like, it's just so stigmatized and it's just, no, I agree with you. Like, it's so crazy how many people will be like, girls don't masturbate. And how do you expect anyone to know your body if you don't know your body? How can you tell someone, I like this, I don't like this, this is what I do to finish if you don't even know? Like, how you need to, you need to figure yourself out before anyone can help you. With that being said, I'm going to go back to awkward sex stories because this just popped in my freaking head. One time, I'm getting it on in the back of a Honda Civic, you know, the go-to car, every high school boy. And I was like, you know, I don't don't know if I like, you know, like what we were doing. I was like, let's try and switch it up. He freaking like does some like pretzel shit. Like my leg was over his leg. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen, which we were in the back of a Honda. So like. As to be expected. Not much room for, like, you know, let me let me flip around. Or we were making do with what we had. But, like, I kept telling him, I was like, no, this, you know, this isn't right. This is, like, I just, I'm not enjoying it. And he, like, got pissed. And he was like, well, then I'm just going to, like, we're just going to go home. I'm just going to take you home. Because, obviously, like, this is a waste of my time. And I was like, sir, 
Not my fault you don't know how to work your fucking peeny. Let's start there. B, I just, like, a waste of your time because I'm like, this doesn't feel right. Would you rather me, like Tori said, like, it's not always a fake until you make it because if we hook up again in, you know, three weeks or whatever, I don't want you to be like, this was the move. Like, this is what really got her. And I'm like, oh, my God, this thing again? Like, get a little more original. Like, that was horrible. And so, like, I just remember being like, yeah, I'm never going to see you again. You're the fucking antichrist. Um, Zach and I actually have a fuck it list. There's some places in there that if I told you, you would not look at me the same. One was like an elevator. One was like a bathroom in a certain religious area. Lowe's. <laughs> yeah, we had a fuck it list. And I think that's fun. Like, that's another way to keep it like fun and exciting. And there's some places on there that I'm like, Damn, we some real G's, you know? Like, we, 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 we're hip, we're young, we're fun. <laughs> trying to think. So I went on a camping trip with my family recently, and we were playing Never Have I Ever. And let's just start, that is not a game you want to play with your family, okay? But we were trying to change the subjects. We were on a political argument, so I was like, oh my god, I would rather talk about my mom having sex than fucking politics right now. So we were playing Never Have I Ever, and my fucking mother, you guys heard this right, my mother says, oh, no, 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 it was my aunt, she says, never have I ever had sex in the Bear Lake water. I look over, my mom and my grandma are taking a drink of their beer, and I was like, in the water? I'm like, you guys are gonna get a UTI, and I was like, were we there? Like, were we on the beach, grandma? Like, I'm, I'm building my sandcastle, and you're just getting the deed on with grandpa in Bear Lake? And it was just so funny because, like, I don't know. I think that's, like, a thing, too, is people are like, oh, you know, you're in your 30s. You got to, you got to, like, stick to the bedroom. Like, keep it fun. Like, if I'm going to be married to someone my whole life, if I'm going to have the same dick forever, I better be keeping it spicy. I better be getting some some extra hot sauce because I don't want to be bored. But it was just one of those things that I was like, oh, my God, my parents are talking about this. Like, my mom's like, oh, yeah, we've totally had sex in the water. And I was like. I'm glad you're having sex, mom, but don't ever tell me that again. I 100% think that there's such a stigma, and it's so weird, especially for girls. Like, I think we need to start having more conversations, and Brooke and I are so open. Oh, my God. We, yeah, too open, too open. We will tell anyone about anything. I'm an open book. I'll be like, oh, yeah, yep, I I farted on Zach. I... (laughs) yeah like we're way too open and i think that's how you should be especially about sex like like i said everyone is going to have sex your mom had sex you're here your grandma had sex your cousin's gonna have sex your kids are gonna have sex and i think like that's and that's the hardest part like being a parent too is me and his dad um talked about like how we're gonna raise our kid or whatever and I know that eventually he's going to have sex just like the rest of everybody else. And so it's so important to make sure you have the talk with your kid and to make sure that you talk to each other. Like sometimes I talk to Brooke and I'm like, I try this little flippy move and she'll be like, no, you got to try this little hand in the air with your, with your leg and your ear. And you're like, yeah, yep. You know, like (laughs) that normalize it. I literally, on the topic of being open today, me and Tori are on the phone and I'm like, yes, I pulled this ingrown hair out off of Joe's butt cheek last night. And she's like, 
what the fuck? And I was like, if Zach hadn't even grown a hair, you'd just leave it there? And she's like, I'd tell him to get the mirror and the tweezers and do it his damn self. Like, we're just, we're too open. And, like, I'm super open with, like, my family always jokes around because they're like, oh, something's going on with Brooke. Like, everyone will fucking know. And so I'll come and I'll be like, Mom, I got a UTI because I didn't pee after sex last week. You know, just, like, keep, like, I'm just open. You don't have to be open. You don't have to be open about your sex life. It's fine if you want to be more private. Whatever. But... It's not something, if you are private, good. If you want to be open, it shouldn't be something that's so, like, stigmatized, you know? Like, it's it's okay. Everyone's going to have sex. But, yeah, no, Tori and I will be like, okay, I tried this thing last night, Tori, where, you know, Joe did this, and it felt really good. So, like, like try that with Zach. And then she'll call me, like, three days and be like, I did the thing. It was good. Or I didn't like it. And, you know, it, it's all about preference. Brooke and I were literally trading stories because we – we both bought pure romance stuff and I was like okay did you try this lube and she's like no I'm like hey well I tried this one and it was like okay and I'm like you gotta try this lube like and I think like you don't necessarily need to talk to everybody and anybody like hey I had sex last night you know like I got I got this bomb d or I threw this box you know like I literally this girl she tweeted something about the gas station sex pills work (laughs) and I messaged her and I was like I hope this isn't weird like can you give me, like, an update? Like, I would like to know. And I think that's how it should be able to be. Like, it shouldn't be able to be, like, oh, my God, she's talking about gas station sex pills. Oh, my God, what a slut. And you're, like, fuck you, you know? Like, talk however you want to talk. And if you're not willing to talk to, like, a friend, Google that shit. Google that shit, but one tip, one tip I got for you ladies, you are not a porn star. Don't You don't need to be a porn star. You don't need to make the stupid screechy noises. You don't need to, you don't need to have your asshole bleached. Your toddy is done. Your makeup done. Like, if you, like, watch any of Mia Khalifa's interviews, they do her hair and makeup for, like, three hours. Like, three hours. So, you don't need to be a porn star. Don't think you have to be a porn star. You don't need to bleach your asshole. It's okay. If you want to, cool. If you don't, who fucking cares? I remember talking to Joe, and I'm like, oh, no, like, I haven't shaved. Like, don't go down on me or whatever. And he's like bitch i'll eat a starburst with the wrapper still half on i don't care spread them legs and i'm like okay like tori said like you don't have sex isn't one way you don't have to be like well i seen this on pornhub so that's the way to do it because like i remember like like i said i had no sex education like none so like all my sex education came from like obviously explicit sites or like learning you know as i go and there were times where like i would I would talk to my friends and they're like, oh yeah, like, like I didn't know you were supposed to shave, like I obviously knew you were supposed to shave, but I didn't know like you were supposed to shave your butt crack. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because I'm always like, God, like how do I get this? And then I'm like, I'm YouTubing, I'm like, how to shave your butthole? (laughs) It's not easy, okay? You gotta like put your leg up on the soap thing and like bend over, you gotta, yeah, it's, yeah, spread one cheek and it's not easy, ladies. Also, if you haven't been to a pure romance party, I know people are like, I don't want to go to a party where other girls are talking about sex. Or, like, you might think it's awkward or uncomfortable. I went to one literally months ago. I'm fucking 23, okay? I went to one, learned about micro tires, didn't know that was a thing. Like, learned about, like, all these different things. I mean, I tried a couple new things that Joel and I were like, "Mm, we're not a fan of this. But there's things that I'm like, okay, we're definitely, like, I'm going to keep buying this shit as long as it's in stock. Like, you know, like, it's okay to, like, venture out and, like, try different things, ask people, you know, like, it's all about learning. You're never, you're never gonna stop learning about things you like or you don't like. Like, personally, not a fan of butts. (laughs) The butt stuff. 
keep your weenie out of there. Frightens me. Um, yeah, honestly, I think buttholes are the portal to hell. If you like butt stuff, you do you, but that gets a negative 69 from me because, mm -mm, no, not a fan. Also, if you're going to do butt stuff, don't go butt to vag. Go vag to butt. If you don't know that lesson by now, you shouldn't be doing butt stuff. You don't know that, you'll learn the hard way. Not that I've ever had to learn that the hard way. You'll learn it the hard way. But no, I agree. Like, for sure. Don't think you have to look like a porn star. And guys, don't think she has to look or act like a porn star. Those girls are faking that shit. Those girls are making those stupid screechy noises and getting their toddies done because they're getting paid to do that. Are you paying me? No. Is your McDonald's 10-piece chicken nugget paying for my tot job? No. I just... <laughs> McDonald's. I bribe Joe all the time. I'm like, listen, I'll give you that gluck luck 9,000 if we can go to Wendy's after. I want a 10-piece spicy chicken nugget meal. <laughs> the other day, I did something, and then I, and then at the end, I was like, that was the gluck luck 3,000, and Zach was like, in that awe. He was in awe of me. He was like, the gluck luck 3,000? Is it the gluck luck? It's 9,000. Oh, the gluck luck. I said, that's the gluck luck, and he was like, that's such a stupid name, but like, it's a good move. So if you don't know what the gluck luck is, Learn that shit. Learn that shit quick. I think that's a big reason why Call Her Daddy is such a big podcast because honestly, like, it's the first podcast that's came out that I know that normalizes sex for women. Like, that talks about, like, oh, yeah, like, here's how to fucking get out of a hookup. Here's how to ghost a guy. Like, all these things because it's just not something that people are like, oh, that's not appropriate for girls to talk about. So when Call Her Daddy came on and they're like, here's the cooch gobbler combo. Like, this is what you're going to want to do to your ladies, girls, because, or, this is what you're going to want to do to your, like, lady, you know, when you're going down on her because, you know, I've definitely had times where a guy, like, is trying to do things. And I'm like, okay, Freddy Krueger, take it easy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it's not, like, I feel like they're trying to do, like, the, like, the arcade games where they're, like, like, moving their fingers. And I'm like, this is horrible. Oh, 100% agreed. Listen, I agree. Like, call her daddy is so important. And I think... It's and the thing too is a lot of guys. I've had people tell me only guys and even some other girls actually be like, "You're too vulgar" or "You're too this." And I'm like, so a guy can go talking about fucking a hundred bitches, and then if you say I slept with two dudes, they'll be like, "Oh, so she's throwing that box. She's busting it open." Like, yeah, it's just no. Like, just because I talk about sex doesn't mean I'm vulgar or gross or like. Ugh. like if you think that way grow the fuck up if you really think that way i mean it like grow the fuck up because you've had sex your wife's had sex your mom's had sex suck it the fuck up so moral of the story is don't be afraid to talk about having sex don't shame anyone for talking about having sex practice safe sex keep that peen to vag to, to anal and then no reverse please wipe front to back and Stay safe and remember that make sure you have a partner who is not a piece of shit and respects you and your body. Love yourself. And always get consent, boys and girls. Always get consent. We don't like no Brock Turners around here. Get consent. Anyways, with that being said, we love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Um, uh, comment down below your favorite sex position on our... We'll start a poll. What's your favorite? Because if you guys are like Tori and like 69, I'm, I'm the odd man out. Someone else make me feel good that 
I'm self-conscious of my butthole being stared at. I'm also self-conscious. Yeah, we want to hear what is better on top, missionary. If you say doggy and you're a chick, you're you're fucking weird. <laughs> but what is your favorite? Let's we're gonna do a poll. I want to see. I'm definitely definitely interested to hear from you guys. So with that being said, we will catch you next week, guys. <laughs>